Welcome to the Best Self Podcast. This is the show for women who are tired of feeling tired, the sick of the to-do lists and the constant juggling of balls and spinning of plates, and they are ready to start putting themselves first again. everyone and welcome to the Best Self Podcast. This is the place to come if you are serious about living your best life. That's right, the Best Self Podcast is the place to come if you are busy working on the most important thing, you. So today we are talking about the topic, what are you tolerating? Now, I've always thought of the word tolerant as being quite a positive thing. It's seen as quite virtuous, isn't it, to be tolerant. It's sort of associated with being adaptable, I guess, and agreeable and going along with things in a community, going along with people, being a team player. But is that different than putting up with things? Is that different than making do with things that you don't think are really where they should be at. So I think there is a lot to be said for obviously being tolerant when it comes to our relationships with other people, but not at the expense of making do. Not at the expense of something draining you or you feeling completely overwhelmed because you are tolerating a situation or a person or an environment that you know has become toxic or is no longer good for you. Maybe it was once upon a time, but it is no longer and you are now just making do. You know, I think if you are in a situation or you're thinking about things where you are tolerating something that is making you feel disempowered, that is making you feel weak, drained, and maybe it's because you feel unseen or unheard, you're unappreciated, a situation or a person is making you feel less than. Anything like that that is draining you is something that you are now tolerating. So my intention for this podcast today is to help you to try and release that, to help you to try and move through that thing that you are tolerating to a place where you feel happier with the standards you are creating. It's really, really interesting. I thought of this topic because it's something I actually have discussed many, many, many times before with my clients, my styling clients. So when I've been doing wardrobe consultations, it's a topic that comes up over and over again. Because when we're often going through the wardrobe and we're coming across things that, you know, we're trying things on and there are some things that people are like, oh, I love this top, you know, or I love this jacket or necklace. I remember when I bought it and I felt really good in it. And there's great pieces like that. And then we have all these other pieces that a lot of the time take up the majority of space in my client's wardrobe. It's unbelievable, actually, how much space these things take up. And they go in the category that I call making do. The clothes that people have bought where they've just made do. Oh, that'll be all right. Oh, it's only 20 quid. That'll be okay. Oh, I can just grab that now while I'm wandering around the supermarket. That'll do. That'll do as a top to wear on Friday night when I go out with the girls for a meal. It's those impulsive, last minute, 
not a lot of thought gone into just convenient purchases that end up eating away at a person's confidence over time. And I'll tell you why that is. Because when you have a wardrobe, for example, and you can use the wardrobe, if you like, as a metaphor for your life. (laughs) But when you have a wardrobe stuffed full of clothes that all do, you're never going to feel brilliant, are you? What is the best you're ever going to feel with a ton of clothes that are just okay? Because I guarantee you're not going to feel fantastic. I guarantee you're not going to feel amazing. You're going to feel just okay. You're going to feel very medium, very meh. (laughs) So the idea for this podcast today came from all those wardrobes that I've done in my life where I've had to talk to clients about raising their standards. Where I've had to talk to clients about establishing how they want to feel and what they are willing to do in order to get that. Where I've had to talk to clients about how do you want to feel and what are your limits? What will you not stand for? What will you not make do with? And the same goes for everything in your life. Things that you tolerate things that you just become accustomed to and it's kind of like, oh, it's just there and it just is like a dripping tap. It's like death by a thousand cuts. It's something that isn't causing you enough pain where you feel like you have to do something about it right away. But gradually over time, it grinds you down. Like I'm talking about the wardrobe, the effect that just having and wearing clothes every day that feel just okay will have on your confidence is like nothing else. Because you don't think these clothes are appalling and I look absolutely hideous, but you're also not thinking, I feel great. Instead, you're just very in the middle, very in the comfort zone, very just wearing a uniform which is what you're used to. And over time, you just think that's the way it is. That's how I look in clothes. That's who I am. And you become accepting that that is the way things are. So today's podcast, my intention for today is all about raising your awareness again to the standards you deserve. It's helping you to identify where there are areas in your life that perhaps you've just become tolerant. Maybe this isn't what you're desiring or want. Maybe this isn't the version of your best self that really you want to be working towards. It's just something that's become kind of how you do things or kind of what you put up with or, yeah, I mean, my boss is absolutely horrible to me, but that's just the way they are. But over time, it's draining you. So I'm hoping by the end of this podcast, you will realize that a resolved toleration, if you like, to resolve that, to move through that, to make progress on that will give you a release of energy. 
it will make you feel empowered again. And that's how I want you to feel today by the end of this podcast. I want you to feel empowered. You don't have to put up with anything. You don't have to make do with anything. So let's get into why. Why do we tolerate what we know we are not deserving of? So I thought about this a lot in my own life and I thought about where I've tolerated things. Maybe people, maybe environments, maybe my own wardrobe, maybe my own health habits and where I've just become very tolerant. And a lot of the time that's been around my own energy feeling tired and it's quite honestly easier to just leave things the way they are. It's felt far more convenient to just stay in the job that I hated or be in a relationship that felt toxic or not ring the plumber about the dripping tap. It's just easier to put up with it. And actually then, what you realise one day is that there's been a period where you've not even noticed it. You've become that accustomed to the dripping tap. You don't even notice it anymore. It's only when someone else becomes aware of it or something happens that make you notice it, like you get your water bill and you think, oh, whoa, there's a problem. So when I thought about my own life and the things that I've tolerated and the things that I am tolerating, and I really thought about that this morning when I was walking the dog and I was thinking, you know, what am I tolerating in my life right now? You know, what am I putting up with? And once I really got down to the nitty gritty of why I wasn't tackling the things I was tolerating, it's because A, firstly, sometimes you just become not aware of them. You just become used to it. Or it was because I wasn't feeling enough right now in order to deal with it. And this is certainly the situation that I've had with clients when I've been looking at the wardrobe, for example. It's always been, well, I don't want to spend a lot of money on my wardrobe now because until I lose weight and achieve size, whatever it may be, I'm just making do. And when I thought about all the things in my life that I have tolerated and I'm tolerating, it really does boil down to that. I don't feel enough now in order to address it, or I don't feel like I am ready to address it, or I don't feel like I have things completely worked out in order to address it. So my willingness to settle feels easier than having the courage to stand up and assert my own standards. So along with you today, I am here to commit that the time is now to address the things that I am tolerating. So what is it in your life that you know you're tolerating, you know is not good enough, but you've been avoiding addressing? Because you are worthy and I am worthy of our standards now. As we are, we deserve more. And this is why we are being nudged by those feelings of disease, those feelings of disempowerment, those feelings of being unappreciated or, mm, I don't really like that. 
It's those feelings that are trying to nudge us towards our best self by trying to encourage us to assert our standards. Because the world, the universe, opportunities, however you want to see it, will rise to meet you where you are. So if your standards are lower than they should be, that is exactly what you will attract. You will attract things that match those standards. Whereas if you raise your standards, you raise your vibration. I really believe that establishing and writing down the minimum you will accept, but actually the maximum that you're aiming for does something in your mind, in your universe, in your world, and all of a sudden just has this release of energy that starts attracting the things that you truly deserve. The problem is I think we've become prone to valuing safety, certainty, security, the norm, or in some cases, someone else's feelings or someone else's certainty or what someone else wants over ourselves. And the reason we value safety, security, certainty, the norm, and sometimes other people above ourselves is that because we know that to raise our standards, to establish new boundaries, to increase the expectations of what we feel we deserve is outside of our comfort zone. It requires courage. It requires action. It requires a decision, a commitment. It requires discipline. In some cases, it may require an awkward conversation. It may require assertiveness that you've never channeled before. And I know all about this, having always had a real, real problem, certainly in my 20s and then in my 30s, it started to grow and I'm still working on it now in my 40s, but with assertiveness. I was never assertive. No one ever taught me how to be assertive. No one ever taught me how to establish boundaries, how to maintain boundaries. And it was only when I burnt right out that I realized I had no boundaries at all. So it was unsurprising that I was tolerating anything and everything because I hadn't established my own standards. So often when I've worked with personal styling clients in the past and they've said to me, oh, I don't want to feel lost anymore or overwhelmed with my wardrobe, you know, I want to feel together or I want to feel effortlessly stylish or I want to feel, you know, attractive when I go out with my husband again. I want to feel like I look fabulous at 40 or amazing at 50. When they say these things to me, then that's the standard. That's the standard. And everything we try on from that point is the standard. So if we're trying something on and I say, how does that feel? And they say, it feels okay. I mean, I suppose I could wear it at the office or it's already a no because it's not meeting the standards. They're making do. They're trying to justify why it's okay. And yeah, I guess it ticks a couple of boxes. So we'll go with it. That's not enough. That's tolerating. That's lowering your standards, not raising them. And I think it's really interesting because it's often easier for us to recognize where people are tolerating and putting up with things when it's actually not our life. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, when you think about your best friend who's in that relationship and you all know it's not good for her, but she's tolerating that relationship or it's someone who's in a dead end job and you're like, why are you in that job? It just makes you miserable. Or it's your children who are maybe have a friendship, you know, who you're thinking, I don't know why you put up with that. That is not a friend. Why are you putting up with that behavior? It's so much easier for us to see it in others rather than our own life and to comment on that. Because quite frankly, we don't have to do anything about it. It doesn't require us to have courage to then deal with that situation. Only the person who is in it and tolerating is the one who has to step up and deal with it and have that courage and face that fear of addressing it. So sometimes you get a lot of people, I come across a lot of people like this, who are very, very quick to comment on what other people are tolerating, to judge people on what they are tolerating. You may even do this yourself. I think it's kind of natural. We all do it in certain ways, but it's so much easier to do that rather than to hold a mirror up and look at your own life and think, what is it that I'm tolerating? Where am I not showing up for myself? What am I no longer prepared to tolerate? So if this is you, just identifying them, putting pen to paper and making a list of what you are tolerating will help you to get really clear on the direction you need to go. I always find it really, really useful with my clients to make a note of how could this situation be worse and how could this situation be better? If you can just come up with one way it can be worse and one way it can be better, again, this is helping you to gain perspective on the situation. It's helping you to discover what could be possible and which direction you need to go in. You really need to decide then the minimum you are prepared to accept. What is the minimum you will tolerate from this situation, from your environment, from another person, from yourself, your habits, your behaviors, your boundaries, your assertiveness? What is the minimum you will accept? And I've even done this with people who are like struggling to establish strong routines or rituals when it comes to day-to-day life and they're trying to make small improvements, say for the area of their wardrobe or their health or relationships. And I make them decide what is the minimum you will accept. And sometimes if I'm working with people who are really, really burnt out, the minimum that they are aiming at is just, look, I'm going to get a good night's sleep every single night this week. That's the minimum. I'm going to drink plenty of water. For other people, it might be, you know, I'm not prepared for my boss to speak to me like that. So I'm going to let them know that. For someone else who I was working with recently, they were like, do you know what is draining me? Do you know what I'm tolerating? It's meetings that have no purpose or result. And can I just say, (laughs) hand on heart, that is one of my pet peeves. I can't stand when people are like, can we have a meeting? Well, what's the meeting about? Well, I just think we need to catch up, a catch up about what? Well, I think it'd just be good if we all get in a room together to discuss what? What is your intention? What's the purpose of this meeting? What result would you like? What actions are we going to take away from this meeting? And if someone can't tell me that, I'm sorry, I'm not showing up to that meeting. I need to understand how my time is going to be utilized and valued in that meeting. 
So it can be all sorts of things, but what is the minimum you will expect and accept? So for example, in a meeting, the minimum I expect and will accept is if someone tells me this meeting is about this and the purpose of it is to get to this conclusion, then that's fine. I'm showing up all day long. But if someone's just kind of like, let's just get in a room and talk. Oh my goodness, what a waste of everyone's time. So what is the minimum you will accept? Then what is the ideal solution really that you're aiming for? What is the ideal scenario? What would you like your behaviors to be like? How would you like someone else to treat you? How would you like your environment to be set up? And once you've sort of analyzed the situation of what it is that you're tolerating, now you can decide what is the one thing you can do about it today? What is that one thing? Is it a decision? Is it drawing a new boundary? Is it becoming more assertive, having a conversation with someone, just getting something fixed, making a call, putting something in the diary. What is it you are tolerating and what is the one thing you can do about it today? Because I'm telling you, resolving that, making a move towards that gives you such a release of energy. It frees up so much brain space. It's a massive win when you establish new boundaries like that. It's a massive step in the direction to becoming a better version of you, to live in a better life, a life that is more in alignment with what you know you deserve. So thank you so much for listening to the Best Self Podcast today. I hope you have enjoyed it and I hope you have got something out of it. What have you been tolerating? If you've enjoyed the podcast, I would so, so appreciate it if you would share the message, if you would talk about this podcast on your social media and share it with the people you love and like so that they can enjoy it too. And please do subscribe and leave me a review. I love to read reviews and send me a DM, hit me up, let me know what is it you've been tolerating so we can keep this conversation going and raise our standards together. I hope you've enjoyed listening today. Thank you so much for tuning into the Best Self Podcast. I've been your host, Nicola Fulstow, and I hope you'll join me next Monday for more work on your best self. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Self Podcast today. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If so, be sure to subscribe and you would also massively be helping a girl out if you would rate and review the podcast today. I would love to know what you thought. Be sure to follow us on social media at The Best Self Project and I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.